draft night edition draft still going on, but um, of the week of wire, we got Aro on the line as always. Good. Um, haven't done one of these since the Lakers won the title, I believe. Yeah. There's been some significant news regarding free agency, regarding trades, which is all going to come in the next eight days or so as we start ramping up to the new season, which is December 22nd. So quick, man. So close. I love it. I love it. Yeah, just over a month away. So, um, but we're going to start tonight with the draft. Um, we're, I think we're about, we're about at pick 45 right now as we're doing this live, but um, we're just going to go through some picks that we liked and didn't like. But to start, I wanted to talk about the number one pick, Anthony Edwards, yes. in an interview that he had earlier. He <laughs> oh, said, quote, I'm not really into basketball, <laughs> end quote. Well, to, to be fair, he does give context to it later on. He gives context. Uh, that he, that wor- those words were said. Yeah, I. So I, I read the article. Um, I think this morning or yesterday morning, whenever it came out, um, and it like definitely caught me a little bit off guard to hear a guy kind of just like openly say that like he doesn't really watch a whole lot of basketball, that he doesn't like basketball, that he'd rather be playing in the NFL. Um, it's not the best thing to say the night before the draft or the day before the draft. Um, but at the same time, like it seemed like at least from like later on down in the interview and a lot of people were quoting like the first part. And I don't know if people like, yeah, read yeah. through to like the end of the interview, but like they talked to his trainer and they talked to him again, like the day later, or, like a week later or something. And he was kind of talking about like how, like he watches a lot of like highlights and stuff. He just doesn't really watch a whole lot of like NBA like games. He doesn't watch a whole lot of full games. I don't think it's a huge problem. I think there are probably more guys in the NBA than we would like to think that don't really watch a whole lot of like the NBA as a whole. Yeah, um, I don't think J.R. Smith really watches the NBA. Yeah. And like, I don't think it necessarily affects how you watch film or how like well you I mean, he's going to like, yeah, I think it's a good point because he's going to be pretty much forced to watch film. And I don't think, yeah. I think that's but the that's problem. I think, you get out of. I think yeah. if anything, it's like a work ethic thing, maybe. And like, maybe. I don't know. Clearly, it didn't bother the Wolves that much because they took him at number one still. And there was a lot of, you know, he, that was not a sure thing at all. There were nope. so many rumors about them trading the pick, them not wanting the pick, or them going for Lamelo Ball or Wiseman earlier in the week. But they ended up taking Edwards. Um, I'm going to say probably the right move overall. Um, I just thought that, I just thought that quote was funny because yeah, on on the Wiseman thing, I, I don't think I just think like taking a big like so early is just kind of, I think the positional scarcity is sort of over overrated and it's, it's sort of a wings. Like you already have cat. So. Yeah. You already have cat. It's a wings dominated league. And I just don't think that's very smart. And then Lomelo, there's a lot of question marks. And even though you could, I think like the fit with him on like the warriors would be like more fun than it would be on the wolves. I think him on a good team is a lot more beneficial. Um, but beyond that, we had a couple of picks that we didn't like, uh, well, Wiseman going to the Warriors in number two. A lot of people there thought they were going to trade out of that pick, go get a star. Um, and then this week it sort of became a little bit more clear that they were going to end up using the pick. Um, and they got Wiseman, who played not that much at Memphis because I think he was suspended or something for recruiting violations. Yeah. Um, he's definitely a top one of the best bigs in this draft. Um, Lamelo at number three to the Hornets. That was a pick that a lot of people – thought were was going to be traded for Westbrook and we'll touch on that later, but I mean, it's um, still good for all. We yeah. It's still good. Yeah, yeah. After the picks made. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then number four, I believe was Patrick Williams, um, Patrick Williams who was a little bit surprising. That was a first sort of surprise. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people uh, had him kind of lower earlier in like the whole draft process, but like apparently in the last couple of weeks, uh, he started working out with a couple teams and they really liked him. Um, apparently the Spurs really, really liked him. Um, and he kind of like his stock just kind of shot up and I like the pick personally, because I don't think they're getting anybody better um, at that spot. Um, I know the guy from Israel, uh, Danny Avida. Yeah, that was a big one. That was a big um, one. Yeah, some people were saying to pick him, but I've seen like mixed reports about him too, and the shooting kind of seems a little bit iffy. Yeah. Um, whereas like Patrick Williams, it's kind of a safer pick. His shooting, at least his free throw shooting, is good. So you think that translates? Um, mm-hmm. Usually so, does. Um, 
yeah, usually that's a marker, so I think he should be fine. Um, but definitely a little bit of a surprise. But I, I don't think they had like many options at four. Like the draft is kind of yeah. Yeah, the options. The, I'm not like I don't think there's a big drop off per se, but I think that like there was there sort of emerged the top three that was right. pretty consensus, which is the top three picks that we just talked about. But beyond number four, we'll review the fifth and then start going to the picks that we disliked and liked. Um, number five was uh, Isaac Okoro who actually likes this pick. Um, I saw some, I saw not, I mean, I'm not saying I watched a lot of film on the guy, but I saw a lot. Uh, I saw a few um, games, high, defensive highlights of his at Auburn that I, that I thought were pretty good. Um, just like his activity and how many deflections he's getting and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I thought it was a good pick for Cleveland number five. Um, after that, um, I was really big on, Tyrese Halliburton headed into this draft. I think we yes. touched on yeah, that. <laughs> yes. We touched on that in one of our earlier episodes. And he ended up dropping to the Kings at number 12. Um, a Kings spot. Yeah. I was, I was pretty shocked. I, I thought I thought that there was no way the Knicks were going to pass him up at number eight. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bulls had taken them at four earlier. Um, but he's a guy out of Iowa State. He seems like he would fit really well in a team that's already sort of contending. But, I mean – Golden State wasn't going to take him at two, and after that, there's not really a lot of teams you could see that are in that level. Maybe Atlanta sort of is yeah, like a you know, French playoff team that's a little bit closer to that. But Halliburton, he's, he's a great passer. Um, he's got a weird shooting motion, to say the least, but he makes them um, out of Iowa State. I've always liked guys who come out of Iowa State for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I like always a big uh, Abdel Nader guy. If you're listening <laughs> to this and you know so who that true. is, then – I'd be very shocked, but um, well, current Suns fan. No, he, Suns I know he's a, he's a current player, but like I feel yeah. like, yeah, no, I feel no. like if I walk up to people on the street and ask them, I've done no. it. Um, Georges Niang, anyone? It's also a, I love Niang. Yeah, <laughs> isn't he on Utah? I think he's on Utah now. Yeah, yeah I got some playoff minutes. Still. I think. Um, but anyway, Halliburton was a guy I was huge on. Um, who who would you say was your biggest, you know, guy that you loved in this draft? relative um well uh earlier like in the top half of the draft uh probably i, I liked vassell going to san antonio mm-hmm. um i really think that they're going to do a really good job with him and i loved aaron nesmith yes yes okay. nesmith. yeah i'm not um, sure but yeah but uh, him going to the celtics i thought was a perfect fit at 14 they got a player that they can probably play right away um at least just as like a, like a spot-up shooter um and so i think that's probably the two biggest yeah like positives that i saw in the top half of the draft i saw yeah i was i was pretty big on uh the cell too um judging just by like the, the shooting and how he could sort of fit the mold of the three and d guy um same with Nismith too yeah um Nismith, i think you made a good point for the celtics because if it's like if you think about their roster right now it's like him replacing the Romeo Langford or um, Ojale even minutes. Yeah. Like, I would assume they're still going to want to play Wanamaker, who was actually a lot better than I expected in mm-hmm. the Heat series and the Raptors series. But. but they have a lot of, like, bigs that are just kind of like, eh, like Robert Williams, Grant Williams. Like, they're all kind of serviceable, yeah. but, like, no one really sticks out in that bench. Yeah, I mean, they've – yeah, they're, they're, I feel like their success more than any other team depends on, like, these short little spurts and, like, like who's playing, yeah. who's not. Because, like, Tatum is good. He's not as overwhelming yet to where, like, he's just creating offense every single time. But who um, knows? Maybe next season he is. Maybe next season he is. But, yeah, then the draft is very important for them. Um, another guy who I like to pick, uh, Cole Anthony. I don't remember yeah. off the top of my head who he ended up going to. Orlando, I think. Orlando, okay. Orlando, that's how got that pick up traded no no didn't so yeah it's Orlando. okay yeah number orlando at 16 or 14 one of those 15 okay yeah um so he was a guy who the the rub on him was he was pretty bad at unc and unc had a horrible year the past season but if you looked at this draft class in high school he was far and away the best player he was the yeah. de facto number one pick um and he was a great scorer, great passer. He's a combo guard, um, sort of. He's he's bigger, but he's not like huge. And he, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like Steph Curry height, so he's 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 yeah. sort of average. But um, 
he in high school when he actually had decent spacing he was a monster and at unc they're they're still doing the like packing the paint sort of offense last year and he was just he was just having to take all these tough shots and you know it's almost like a, a comparison could be like russell westbrook having to like do it all for the thunder when he won the mvp but like just in college um and it's harder to open up an offense in college as it is. And so I think he, he's kind of been treated as someone who's a little worse than he is. Um, and you yeah. think the NBA space team is going to like help him a lot. Yeah. I like to the pick. I think, I think he can, I think he can definitely improve with the NBA spacing. Um, I can see that. I think I had one more that I really liked. Oh, uh, Desmond Bain, who I believe went oh, that's right at the bottom. Number 30. To Boston, but traded Boston. to Memphis. Memphis, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he was he was a guy that had a lot of love on Twitter. Um, I don't know. I saw some clips of him. I just really liked it. But is there is there anyone else that got picked in that sort of like ten to even thirty range that you were high on or low on or? Um, I mean, a couple of the Texas guys are former Texas guys. Uh, Tyrese Maxey out of Kentucky. Um, he was an incredible player in high school. Uh, probably had a little bit of an underwhelming season at a pretty stacked Kentucky team. Um, I don't think he probably got the ball maybe as much as he would have liked to. His shooting probably wasn't quite as good as people expected um, at the next level. But um, he can create shots, and I think he ends up in Philly. I don't think he got traded. Um, and I think that's a really solid fit for him. Um, I don't know how much playing time he's going to get this year, like this upcoming year, um, but we'll have to see. I mean, like with the way that the roster seems to be shaking up, like he could be one of their big pieces off the bench because uh, they don't really have much of a bench right now. So um, he can make an immediate impact. And then uh, Andre Hampton, who I believe also went to New Zealand to play. He did, um, yes. Yeah, and he is, I mean, like – He's probably one of the best players that, like, I've ever seen, like, play live. Um, and, but, like, I was in high school. Um, his, like, stats weren't great in New Zealand. But uh, I think he, like, his, like, vision is probably good enough to where, like, he is going to be a very, like, serviceable point guard at some point, at the very least. Um, and I think to pick him up at 24 uh, is pretty solid. He's going to the Nuggets, and the Nuggets have been churning out guards recently. So yes. I would not be surprised if he ends up being another one of them. I listened to an interview that he did with uh, his – I think it was – it might have been like Jason Williams uh, – Mike Miller and Ryan Rosillo, mm-hmm. Ryan Rosillo on his show. And he seemed – yeah, I, I liked the interview with him. Um, yeah, he was – he – more and more players are going to play um, overseas now. And, you, like – some scouts are still sort of like still not on the wave of just like considering them as equal. But uh, um, going back to the top 10, what did you think of uh, Killian Hayes? Uh, I like the pick. Um, I think like they're probably deciding between Tyrese Halliburton and him, but I think Killian is probably a little bit better. Um, again, like he's an overseas guy, so it's like kind of hard to tell. Like it's not a massive sample size to kind of go off yeah, of. The, yeah, um, the knock yeah. on him was like that he – it was sort of like a hardened situation where he like everything was made for him and right. um, like that's why he thrived. And it's hard but to – But his stats aren't like exceptional. You know? like, yeah, it, it's it like hard tell. to be like – it's hard to know what to make of that when he's still looking good, but like, you know, that the team is formed around him. Yeah. Um, this is a guy that Kevin O'Connor who works for the ringer on his NBA big board. He had him at number one this entire time. Really? Um, wow. To, yeah. To a surprise, to, to a surprise of a lot of people. Yeah. And um, he was, I think one of the few analysts who had that, maybe the only one that I know. Um, and so it's a really good fit for Detroit. I will say that. Yeah. Detroit just, needs like you know something to just like yeah. somebody, somebody to run the offense and, yeah. and sort of distribute the ball i mean they're, they're still like you don't think they're going anywhere but um they need a little bit of excitement there um obi toppin to the knicks at eight he kind of fell a little bit too i don't think the knicks expected him 
yeah, he fell. He, he was mocked to go to the Cavs for yeah. a while. Um, he's sort of like a – I've heard some some sort of Stoudemire comparisons, but, like, can kind of shoot a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not – but, like, horrible on defense. Yeah. That's what I've Which, heard. Yeah. Apparently, like, uh, the, the thing I've heard about Ben is a lot of people consider him to be, like, the most NBA-ready uh, prospect. That's what Draft Express uh, – Jonathan Javoni at Draft Express um, – had that opinion of him, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that one. Um, it's the Knicks, so I'm kind of inclined to not believe in it, but I do think <laughs> that them picking up uh, another power forward. Yeah, wow. You say. know, that's, they have so many, um, I think he's, he's a guy that can, that can score and create some excitement for them. Uh, what did you think of the Suns taking Jalen Smith? Um, I'm not gonna lie. First thing, I I don't really know who the guy was. I didn't know either. I don't someone think, on Twitter, yeah. I was like, "Who's this?" <laughs> um, I don't think a lot of people on like Suns Twitter either really knew who he was. Um, but I mean, like looking at his play, like he seems like kind of what we need—a really strong rebounder, uh, block shots. He's a little bit on like this, like not smaller, like in terms of height size, but just kind of like uh, I guess like not maybe as strong as we need him to be inside. Um, so it might take a couple of years for him to develop into like an NBA, like, like NBA ready player. Um, but I liked it. Um, I think there wasn't really anybody else that we could have taken there. Um, I know some people really wanted, uh, Halliburton. Um, I know Kira Lewis, who, uh, your Pelicans ended up picking, uh, he also was another name that kind of got thrown around just to like have a point guard to kind of like develop under CP3. But I, I like the pick. Um, we don't really have, like, a power forward right now outside of, like, Dario Saric. So, um, yeah, I like the pick. Um, Tyrell Terry out of Stanford was the first pick of round two um, to the Mavs. He's a guy who um, Bill Simmons was really big on, but Bill Simmons was also really big on James Young in 2013, which – um, not good, but, um, he is, he's sort of like a Trey young with defense a little bit, sort of like a Curry with better defense, less shooting, obviously. Um, I don't know. I I don't really know what my opinion on him, on him is, but he's pretty divisive player. It seems like, um, news that has come out since we've started, um, Nico Mannion out of Arizona, Went to Golden State at number 48. He was a guy that was projected um, in the top 10 pretty much all year before the actual season. Uh, um, he was one of the most highly recruited guards in high school. Um, I'm, I'm, that's, I feel like this is a good pick just because Golden State has really good developmental staff, and yep. I think they'll be able to bring out the best of them. Some team took Cassius Winston and saw it pop up on my feed. The Wizards. So he was – um, had the had the NCAA tournament not been canceled last year, I feel like a lot of people, a lot more people, would know who this guy is. But he's he was the a great point guard for Michigan State, who um, honestly didn't have a lot of people looking at him in the drafts because sort of undersized, and people thought his skill wouldn't translate. But I'm happy to see that he got taken because um, he's a, he was a really exciting player to watch. But um, yeah, we'll we'll come, we'll cir- we'll circle back on the draft when round two ends. Um, and I'm sure we'll still be recording by then, but um, we wanted to get into a lot of the trades that have happened tonight and in the past couple of days that have been sort of shaping the NBA landscape. So start with the ones tonight. We had the OKC. Well, actually, we had to start with the CP3 trade if we're going to do this because yes. <laughs> um, Chris Paul gets traded to Phoenix for correct me if I'm wrong because you know this. Rubio, yeah. Ubre, who's the third? Uh, Ty Jerome, Jalen Lack, and three future picks. I want to say two firsts and a second, right? Yeah, and the the twenty twenty first is like one through twelve protected, and the other first is like one through yes. ten protected. I want to say. Okay. Yeah. So my initial reaction to that was, I didn't really get it for the Suns, just because. I liked Oubre and but Chris Paul, you know, 
During the end, um, <laughs> nearing the sunset, his career. Um, Perfect time to go to the sun. I think there's a couple sides to look at it. If you're looking at it from the, you know, keeping your assets side and who's the most important asset in Phoenix, it's always going to be Devin Booker. And if you're trying to keep him happy, this this is a move that shows, and we'll, we'll hit on this with Giannis later even more, but this is a move yeah. that shows that um, they are willing to sacrifice the – long-term for the short-term because they know he's a great talent. So, and, you know, maybe Chris Paul can teach Booker a thing or two. I, I do think that's actually pretty valuable. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and if, if you're a Suns fan, like such as yourself, you can argue that, Hey, we didn't have Oubre in the bubble and we went undefeated. So. <laughs> I don't know how much like stock to take into the bubble um, performances, but yeah, I mean like over, even over the course of the season, we didn't have Oubre for, um, certain parts and I think we still did pretty okay and like he is not the future apparently he wasn't going to stay beyond his contract running out next year anyways um, so it didn't really make sense to like keep him around if he's not going to stay long term uh, you have Mikel Bridges like just pounding at the door um, to start uh, you have Cam Johnson who is probably going to be potentially a starter next year if not the year after yeah. Um, and so I, I just don't think it made sense to keep Ubre. I love Rubio, but like, I mean, if you're going to have Chris Paul come in. Yeah. I, version, I so like, and then Ty Jerome. I mean, I don't really. Ty know. Jerome wasn't even playing. Like he was not in our, like he was in a rotation for maybe like five games. Cameron Payne was playing over Ty Jerome. Yeah. Yeah. And like Jim left the NBA for like two years. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's not and, like those players aren't, don't matter. I don't know if you mentioned Mikal. Bridges yet. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. He, yeah. He's definitely someone who I think emerged over Ubre in the bubble based on, oh, yeah. on his performance, limited sample size, but he was, he was able to like really bother Kawhi and some of those other uh, guys that they played. Such yeah. Game, such good long arms and all that stuff. But anyway, uh, Rubio today got traded to Minnesota for, Picks. The, Thunder, the Thunder just keep acquiring assets. Um, and there you go. I mean, Sam Presti, it's been talked about all week. He's he's getting first-round pick at first-round pick at first-round pick. Um, I don't know what he's going to do with them all, though. Like, I, I think you got to use them in the trade. Because, like, like, I do, those, Like, yeah, like, they're more – because I think, like, first-round picks, like, get overvalued in a sense. Like, they're more useful as a trade asset than they are as, like, Actually no, yeah, they players. are. And yeah. I think if you're them, you're you're hoping that Shay like Shay did Shea did not play well in the playoffs um against the Rockets. And you're hoping that he can develop a lot farther. Um and some of the younger guys, even though they traded Ferguson away, who wasn't who wasn't great for them, but um they're just kind of cleaning house now and they're going to be, seems like their plan is to be bad for a while. So acquiring can make sense, but I agree with you that they have to make something out of them. Um, and if there was ever a year to suck, it would be this upcoming season because the double draft is coming. We've been talking about it probably ever since we started this podcast. And it's the first draft where high school players are, elig- are eligible. We've already seen the, if, if you don't know who Cade Cunningham is, I would look him up immediately he because he incredible. is the real deal. Oh, my God. Yes. Consensus number one. That's usually, that usually doesn't happen this early. Um, so picks are, picks are very valuable this year. Um, another thing is that um, – another trade, sorry. Um, Shamit to the Nets – for it's a three-teamer, but uh, yeah. the Pistons got the 19th pick, which the Nets had, and the Clippers get Luke Kennard um, yeah. out of Detroit. So what did you think about that? Um, I like it for the Clippers in terms of getting uh, probably a, better, a little bit better of a shooter, maybe a little bit better of a defender as well. Um, I don't think there's a huge difference between Shamit and Kennard. Um but, I mean, they weren't really playing Shamit that much anyways. So you might as well go out and get a guy in Kennard that you're probably going to play a little bit more. Um, and he's like, I assume he's going to come off the bench, right? Like, I don't think he has a place in that starting lineup. 
In the Clippers? Yeah. No, I don't like, think there's so. There's no chance. Well, yeah. when I first saw the pick, I thought it was just Shamit for number 19. And I was like, yeah, oh, that's, that's bad for the Clippers. I don't really yeah. get that because I feel like Shamit is more valuable than probably a pick that goes all the way up to maybe 12. Yeah. Um, just based on like how, like the shooting. and I mean, he, granted, he had an off year last year, but the year before, I thought he was pretty good. Um, yeah, he's shooting like 40% from three, yeah. I think. Yeah. And, okay, next trade up, we have Josh Rich- Richardson traded to the Mavericks for Steph Curry. Um, I really Seth, like this Seth. move. Seth, yes. <laughs> Sorry. Not Steph. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really like this move for the Sixers. Um getting more shooting, which they've desperately needed for a couple of years now. Um, and Richardson, it was a guy who I also liked when they got him out of Miami, but um, he hasn't played well. Granted, he was, yeah, granted he was, he was kind of forced to play out of position, some point guard for some stretches with Simmons and all that shit just going on. But um, you can see Daryl Morey starting to make some moves um, and it's been positive for them so far. So, yeah, I mean, like, Mori at least seems to like have an idea of like what he wants to do with that team, and like Philadelphia seemed like that team that like doesn't really know what it wants to do with itself for a long time. So that's at least a positive. Well, another guy who Mori might be targeting is James Harden, who he, this is definitely the biggest news that we're going to get to. But he reportedly wants out of the Rockets after Westbrook also said he wanted out, and the sort of timing of that is important because. To a lot of people, it seems like Westbrook said he wanted out after Harden said he wanted out, but the report about Westbrook actually came first. So who's to say what actually is happening? I'm sure Fertitta, the Rockets owner, Yikes. Um, definitely knows. and Maybe Daryl Morey knows, too, that this was coming. That's why he resigned. But um, situation in Houston is not looking good right now. They said they're willing to look to get uncomfortable with – uh, Harden and Westbrook staying together next season if they don't get a deal that they like for either of them. I think that's insane because where are you going if you're doing that? But Harden has said he wants to go to the Nets. A lot of people's opinion, mine included, that there's nothing that the Nets can offer that's good enough, um, excluding Kyrie and Durant. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it's looking like Levert, Dinwiddie, Jared Allen, and Picks. And if you give up Jared Allen, I think you get, like, I don't think that's worth it. Like, who plays center for them? You think it's worth it for Harden? Like, they don't – none of those guys play defense. <laughs> like, that team might give up I more mean, points than they're going to this year. I feel like centers are pretty easy to find. Like, you can sign, like, a like, like a shit center. Oh, like – you think you'd sign like Robin Lopez and just be like, just come play defense? Like, oh god, yeah, I, I guess, yeah. If you're getting hard, and I feel like it's worth it. Like, you think it's worth it? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, the Nets so... are gonna, Nets are doing that in a heartbeat. I mean, yeah, they probably are, but like, Hard, I don't Harden know doesn't like... not play defense. Harden doesn't not play defense, but like, it's not great. I'm not expecting and, like, great Kyrie, things from KD either, it's, it's but like. Katie's also a seven-footer who yeah. has a lot of length. Like, I mean, like, yeah, it, it is. It's a good move for them, but like, I just don't like. I don't know how I love how much I love that team, even with like that big three going up against Milwaukee now, which we haven't even touched on. We'll touch on it in a little bit, but like Milwaukee, uh, I think. Toronto might give them some problems, but Toronto's oh, got problems. Uh, I don't know about that. Boston, though, is definitely going to give them problems. Um, and then the Heat are still around. So, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, the question becomes, can Harden play normal basketball again? And that, yeah. And like, I think I was, he can, but... Yeah. There's a lot of conflicting opinions here about, like, who wants to, and does, does Kyrie even want him to come, and just right. all of that stuff. And people are wondering if Harden can, like we said, can be a normal player again. So there's a lot of questions around it. I actually, I, I think it would work just because I think the offense would just be over, overwhelming for other teams. Oh, yeah, the offense would work. Like, I mean, like, I think people are underestimating, like, how good Kevin Durant is. Like, 
the dude yeah. was like the best player in the playoffs like the last time we saw him. Yeah, that's so, why that's why like, I'm saying like yeah. like I think you do it if you're a heart in a heartbeat for the Nets. Um Yeah. I mean they, they would, like you know they would. Yeah, no, they definitely would, yeah. Um, um and another possibility is the Sixers, who doesn't seem realistic really unless they're offering Simmons. But which I don't think they are. Which I don't think they would. Um after that, they already offloaded Horford today to the Thunder, which yeah. was great. <laughs> I think. But yeah. um, no, it they still have our 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 boy. Uh, what's his name? Oh, Tobias. Yes, your favorite player, Tobias Harris. Yes, <laughs> the most overplayed, overpaid player maybe in the league. Um, he, I don't think the Rockets want him. Even there's the owner's very stupid, but uh, he even he might be <laughs> smart enough. And also another factor with the owner is that he might be like fuck you, Harden. You're not going to be traded because yeah. You're, Especially to Maury, who they've had some clashes. Oh, yeah, he's not going to want to trade him to Maury easily. Yeah. Like, without getting a lot. So, if you're the Rockets, maybe you do stand pat and you wait for a better offer to come because start the season with Harden. Um, if you can trade Westbrook, who also wants out, that's great. Yeah. Maybe maybe Michael Jordan is dumb enough to give you some picks because he actually wants them. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know, I don't know no. what players you're getting back in that deal, but. Like, I don't know, Bridges? I mean, if you're getting off the Westbrook contract, I feel like it's worth it. Yeah, but, like, I don't even know if they have the salary. In like, they have to send back, like, the tomb. You got to do, like, you like, like 50%, 50% match now. Right? Yeah. So, Batum. And then throw in, like, whoever. Like, they don't want, like, Malik Monk anymore, do they? Yeah. Like Monk? I don't know. Um, they like Devonte Graham, I think. The Hornets do, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they feel about Miles Bridges because, like, I've heard like a whole bunch of like conflicting things about that. I, I, I mean, I like him. I wouldn't trade him, but yeah, I thought he was good, but like now I'm like, oh, maybe he's not that good. So I don't know. But, yeah, that, that's weird. I don't, well, getting Westbrook does not help. There's lot. other Westbrook possibilities, which include the Knicks, which include the Clippers. The Knicks, um, I can see happening. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah, that one I really, really see. Happening. I think it's weird. I think that's sort yeah. of an overreaction by the Clippers. No. Like, yeah. I, I just don't like that idea. Yeah. So I'm assuming it would, it would, like, involve Paul George. It has to, and like that's just bad. That's just like. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make sense. Like, I, I don't uh, know. Not at all. Like, why does Westbrook fit in with that team who's who already have some heated personalities, it seems like. Um, yeah. Westbrook and Beverly playing together, it just seems like a disaster. <laughs> uh, now, but, uh, just for that, I kind of want to see it happen. See how they handle it. That's a dumpster but... fire waiting to happen right there. <laughs> uh, I, oof, uh, okay. They're getting fights with their own team. Oh, God. Yeah, Harold. Well, Harold's leaving. Harold's coming to Phoenix. That's fine. Do you want him? Yeah, I want him. I really want him. Oh, yeah. Really? Why is that? He is, like, the perfect piece, probably off the bench for us, but, like, heavy minutes off the bench, run pick and rolls, don't do a whole lot of, like, anything else. It's great. He can score 17, 18 points a game. We could use 17, 18 points a game off the bench. I think him and Chris Paul would get along well. Oh, yeah. With the – like, Yeah. And, like, he's a kind of a big personality, but, like, I think the Clippers kind of exasperated, like, his personality. I don't think he's, like, like a problem necessarily. Plus, like, he had a really bad bubble, and, like, that tanked his, like, stock. But, like, before that, like, he was an incredible player. Yeah. I mean, the like, problem – Six man of the year for them. So. The, the problems with him are, like, defense – yeah, and it's, like, and it's like that he can't guard the top two big men in the West, right? And it's like Davis, which is like that's okay. All order, like who can? Right. Yeah. Some of that stuff was overblown. <laughs> I think that was more about Doc just like not realizing what to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so. all right, it, staying in the East, we have the Bucks acquiring Drew Bread, uh, Drew. Holiday, I almost said Drew Bledsoe. Um, oh God! <laughs> or 
uh, Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, and a couple picks. When I saw this trade on my screen, I thought it was purely for Eric Bledsoe and George Hill. And I <laughs> because you know me, you know that I do not I'm not a fan of Eric Bledsoe. Oh man, who and, is that? What? Who is a fan of Eric Bledsoe? Yeah. <laughs> Someone once said he he is a player, he has muscles for no reason. That's so true. He doesn't like like oh my god, that's so true. He doesn't do anything. He's ripped though. Um, so I saw this. Then I saw we were getting three first round picks back and two pick swaps. And it was Rue Holiday. Suddenly, my fears were alleviated <laughs> because. And hey, that wasn't just that wasn't just the Bucks doing this. The Celtics offered three firsts and Gordon Hayward for Drew Holiday. And don't get me wrong, I freaking love Drew Holiday, but I don't think his value is that high. Um, I think that, you know, George Hill is a good shooter. I also think that three first round picks is fucking great. The fact that the Bucks are giving us pick swaps when Giannis might leave anyway is pretty amazing. Um, and this is just the Bucks going all in. You have to keep, you have to keep the asset like we were talking about. With Devin Which, yeah, like for them, I thought the trade made sense because you have to win this year. You have to do it. Yeah. If you're a small market, you're clinging to Giannis by a thread, it seems like. And yeah. even though the chatter recently is that he's probably going to re-sign, I don't know if that's true anymore. Don't that, risk it. Yeah. Those, that Whatever he says, even if he says he's going to, All in. could always go back. Um, yeah. And the Bucks also tried to do a sign-a-trade for uh, Bogdan Bogdanovic out of uh, Sacramento. He's a good player there. Yeah. Um, for DJ Wilson, Dante DiVincenzo, and Ersan. Ilyasova, but it turns out that Bogdanovich said no. He was the one who was like, no, I want to take the restricted free agent market. It's like, okay, dude, do you really, I mean, able to get more money, but are you going to go to a better team than the Bucks? Probably not. Um, so that was pretty alarming. I mean, if you're Giannis and you see that, you're like, oh, he didn't want to come play with me because I'm on the Bucks. Yeah. And he yeah. thinks I'm going to leave. No one wants to come to Milwaukee, bro. So that's bad. Because after those two, when, when people thought those two trades were both final, yeah. everyone was saying, oh, Giannis is probably going to sign the Supermax in like a week. And he has he has until what, like? Uh, probably like midway through the season or something, right? Yeah, so, he, it's like February or something. He has to yeah, sign. I think it's February. So that's going to be a big deal, what he does on that. And people are saying, oh, he's just going to sign it early. It's like, why the fuck would he do that? Like, No, don't do that. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> your option is open, especially yeah. – if you're a player like him. Um, so I think short term um, with holiday there, I think that's definitely an improvement of what they were um, just, just for him guarding, you know, guarding those number one options out East, whether it's even a guy like Jimmy Butler, whether it's um, Kyrie, potentially Harden. Kemba. Um, Kemba. Some of the Celtics guards, Kemba. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I think that's I think that's big for them. I think uh, I think with had they had Bogdanovich, I probably would have said they're the title favorite. Yeah. Um, but without, I think he was actually a, maybe almost as equal to a get as Drew was. So um, after that, I'm still standing pat on that. I wouldn't say that they're up there quite yet, but uh, but they're close, and I, I think they're again the favorites out of the East for sure. Um, like I, I like that team a lot now. With Drew, no like, continuing belief in Miami for next year. I don't know, man. I, <laughs> the, the the run of destiny. Uh, I think it was a little bit of that. Um, I think also that like certain players are probably going to regress a little bit. Like I don't know if you can count on Jay Crowder to do what he did this year. I don't know if you can count on Nick Madala to come in and play as important minutes as he did this year. Um, so I think that's probably the biggest problem. Um, but who knows? Like maybe Kendrick Nunn really develops. Maybe Hero really develops. And yeah, it gets better. Right. And so that, there's a lot of question marks. I think more question marks than you would think in Miami. I don't think it's a guaranteed run back in the finals. I think the East is getting better as well, yes. uh, at the top at least. Um, so I think that's probably – Philly's probably going to be better. Yeah, Philly's probably going to be better. You throw Brooklyn in the mix. It's yeah. Tough. 
Um, yeah, uh, yeah. That That's probably the main reason. Yeah. And you don't know. You don't even know if Crowder's coming back. You don't even know if someone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. so. That's a guy that the Suns should target with their uh, mid-level exception. Crowder? Yeah. yeah. Yep. I wouldn't mind getting him. Yeah. Okay. So, next trade we have Horford to the Thunder for Danny Green, who was later traded – or no, he wasn't. So, to Danny Green, who – with uh, Ferguson, two first-round picks and a second-round pick. But Danny Green's in Philadelphia now, right? Danny Green is – yeah, that's what – Yeah. Okay, I, I yeah, I misheard that. To the Thunder four, sorry, to the Thunder four, Danny Green. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ferguson two first and second. Right. So, initial initial reaction for me, Thunder get Horford. Who cares? They're gonna try to get rid of him the second they can. Problem. <laughs> um, 76ers, you're getting more shooting for Danny Green now. Ferguson can't shoot at all, but he's sort of a. I think he's a guy who's still developing, and um, I liked him some of the earlier years, how he was just attacking the basket consistently. You're also getting first-round picks with that, which I think is insane. I, I, I'm surprised that um, Horford's value is still high. Well, uh, first-round picks are going back to OKC, though, right? Oh, probably. Shit. Oh, I had it written. I had it written wrong. Okay, yeah, yeah that makes a lot more sense. But um, <laughs> still, I feel like the Horford getting off the Horford contract still like that. I feel like that's a big deal for Philly. I, I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no. I do think that that's like. I think even with the picks, that was just one of the most like Horford and Beat. It was just so clear that they were just not a fit and. Um. That frees a lot of money for them um, that they can use in the future. Uh, and, you know, Horford is someone who this is probably it for him. Uh, if he's – I don't think – I mean, you could try to find a trade partner if you're the Thunder, but, and I'm sure they will because that's what they do. But um, I don't think – I think his impactful part of his career is probably over. Uh, and you can kind of see that in Philadelphia. But – Unless he has a resurgence. Maybe the situation in Philly was just bad. Well, part of this three-teamer trade was also Dennis Schroeder to the Lakers. Um, We didn't know it was a three-team trade because the Schroeder to the Lakers news came out like three days ago. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, But he's on the Lakers. I think it's a good get for the Lakers. Um, I think if you're going by who won the trade out of the three, I would definitely say the Lakers did. Um, Oh, yeah. Getting Schroeder, who – you know, is, can run their second unit no problem and is – I mean, Danny Green has been the most probably hated on player in the Lakers rotation this year outside of maybe KCP. Um, KCP actually, like, he turned around. He had a good final and a good playoffs. Yeah, KCP was, was hated on forever. In the playoffs, he was great. So, <laughs> um, maybe the Lakers – you could argue he's the Lakers' third best player. Shooter? Oh, uh, KCP. Oh yeah, you can see the see the round there of KCP. So, Definitely. Take a look. I mean, KCP. Yeah. Um. So Rondo the, might be leaving now. So. Yes, Rondo is getting a lot of offers from the Hawks. Um, some Clippers other, apparently wanted him too. Handling team, the Clippers have been on him for a while. Um, oh. so he's he he might be out the door. It seems like Dwight Howard's also out the door for them. Uh, Not. A, I don't want to play for free anymore. Something like that. Yeah. Um, he's probably got a little bit of buzz around him. Yeah. Know. Moving to another Rockets move, the Blazers trade Ariza to the Rockets. Ariza later got rerouted to a Denver team. I don't remember what. God, but, no one wants him then. Yeah, he. I know, I <laughs> He's just like. Um, Pistons. Yes, he got traded to the Pistons. Um, Covington goes to Portland. Love the move for Portland. Um, yeah. I think that's that's somebody that they needed. Because I don't think I think Nurkic is a little overrated defensively. A little bit. I think I think Zach Collins is a good piece, but sort of shoring up that defense that's been the problem in Portland and uh, plus depth. Yeah, offense was never the problem, Um, and I think that you can see like when they have those nights where they're just shooting the lights out, it's really the defense that ends up killing them. Um, So 
Plus, like, you had, like, Gary Trent Jr. like, have his, like, weird surge, too. So, like, they're set. Yeah, Gary, I mean, Gary Trent Jr. might be another bubble guys that just, like, isn't sustainable, but he yeah. was – there was a stretch with him where, like, people were saying, how are the Blazers winning this game? It's like, oh, because this guy is literally shooting 60% from three. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Um, and then we'll end with some some rumors, I think, unless oh. crazy shit happened in the draft, but I don't really think that – well, pick already pick number sixty has already been made, but yeah. um, the trades were actually pretty quiet tonight relative to what a lot of people were expecting. Yeah. Um. But there's some there's some Lakers looking at Demar Derozan out there. There's the Nets, Rockets, and Lakers that are looking at Ibaka. Um, I think Ibaka is just fits in like a Swiss Army knife, like anywhere. Oh yeah. I think it would be a great pickup for the Nets. I think on the net, yeah, the Nets that is huge. The Lakers, I feel like, may not even need them, but um, no, but I mean, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, that's just insult to injury there. Um, <laughs> I think DeRozan would be very strange for them, and maybe now for the they, Lakers. Yeah, now they have Schroeder yeah. off of that, but yeah, I mean, Ibaka's teammate Van Vliet said, "I would love to stay with the Raptors, but it's time for me to get paid." Which screams <laughs> New York Knicks. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. But, I mean, who knows? I, oh, I that's a sad. That's sad. I loved Van Bleed in the Raptors, man. <laughs> he's one of those. He's like Halliburton. He's like he's like I need to be on a good team. Yeah, no, it's like, he's a fun guy. Like you want him to see him in the playoffs, and like now he's going to the Knicks. Yeah, if he, if he like goes on a good team and he sucks because like the like the. Raptors coaching was what was making him. Yeah. I'm going to be really unhappy. <laughs> Cause I love him. Yeah. Um, but uh, okay. Old Depot was reportedly asking other teams in front of his teammates. That was so funny. With them. A lot <laughs> of teams. This guy. Yeah. Including the Knicks, including the, I think the like Raptors. I don't know. There's 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 a lot the of Raptors. Stuff. The Heat were in there. I think. Oh god. Yeah, just yeah. The Heat were definitely part involved, yeah. but there were some Bucks rumors with him. Um, doesn't seem like that's happening anymore. But we kind of weird fit. Too. I don't really know where he's going. His trade value is sort of similar to Westbrook, where no one really wants to take him, but they'll do it if <laughs> offers like yeah. Knicks. <laughs> Knicks, maybe, yeah. you know. Um, I, I don't know who else would really want to take him right now. Like Washington? I, I would say he has higher value than Westbrook does. Yeah, because his contract's not as bad. Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His contract's definitely less, and I think, like... He's a little bit younger. The 2018 Pacers with him, he was really good. Um, yeah. He's been injured. He's, he's a lot like the guy that we're going to talk about next is Hayward. Um, ah, I don't know. Who uh, they got his deadline? So he's he was supposed to decide on his player option of thirty four <laughs> million on Tuesday by Tuesday at five p.m. And the Celtics actually gave him more of a deadline until tomorrow at five p.m. to decide. So that's why we haven't heard any news on that. Okay. To me, seems like he's probably not going to be in Boston anymore. Um, I doubt it. I don't know where he could be going. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's a tough fit, too. Because, I mean, like, you'd like to think – well, the team needs money, too. So that's why, like, I don't really know how many teams can even afford to take him. Um, I'd be curious to see – low-key, I want him to go back to Utah because I think he would kind of fit. Um, with the team they I have now. I was thinking that too, but I, I, I think they like, like Boyan Bogdanovich is like, a, yeah. um, like, I don't want to say better, but just like non-injured, make a lot more sense. Yeah. Than him, just cap wise. Yeah. They already have a lot of this good shooting wings. And like, I don't know how many other teams really he fits with. Maybe Toronto. Maybe. 
Yeah, Tor- yeah, Toronto, Toronto makes a little bit of sense, especially if they have the cap room because they're losing Van Vliet. Um, that, that makes sense potentially. Yeah, Hayward, if like Crowder doesn't come back, I don't know if that's enough on space. Yeah, on the Heat. The, the Heat have room for Hayward? I, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't think so. But if they can make room somehow, well, I think they might. I think they maybe they do. But they're waiting on Giannis, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah, they wouldn't waste on. Yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> I mean, a lot of teams are to be fair. So the Raptors, but yeah. What is the destination that you want to see? Because to uh, me, it is the Raptors. Well, I mean, for me, it's probably the Heat. I think because I thought, like, I think that team is immediately like the top of the East by far. Yeah. Um, I think with the Raptors, it's a little bit more intriguing because I don't know if they immediately like jump to the top of the East. Um, I think the Raptors just the defense. <laughs> they get if no Imagine one's scoring, honest, and then they go get Go Bear from the. Yeah. <laughs> no one's scoring, uh, like right at <laughs> all. Like oh god, scores in the seventies. The whole game is just gonna be yeah. Lowry grifting into fouls. It might be some ugly, ugly basketball. <laughs> awesome. Some uh, basketball. That's what you want. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite thing. Um. Okay. Unless you got anything else, I've reached no. the bottom of my list, which I usually don't reach. Yeah, well, I was, I was waiting on the Gobert news. Um, that's the main thing that I'm curious about now. Yeah, so, yeah, free agency starts in like a week, doesn't it? I mean. Yeah, I think so. Wait, does it start on Friday? No way. <laughs> it's Friday at 5. Oh, that's so early. Yeah, I know you're right. Friday at 5. Oh, five central, but yeah. Yeah, man. All right. That is... Things are going to heat up. We need a preview episode. Nah, it's not really going to be a preview episode, I guess. But we'll have something this weekend about that. Yeah. I'm sure, like, it's always just so many deals being made in the first, like, hour. So... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interested to see where Van Vliet goes. Interested to see... I mean, Bogdanovich, potentially, now that he's restricted. Yeah. Not going to the Bucks. I mean, there's a lot of good restricted free agents out there, actually. But yep. um, hopefully we hear on the Harden shit in the next couple of days. Cause, um, yeah, I want Harden to get traded. It's going to be chaos. Oh, God. Yeah. That'll be uh, kind of fun, though. That's a fun experiment. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we're going to end it there. But we will be back, as we said. Um, the early hours, hopefully, the early moves of free agency because it's going to be an exciting time. The NBA season is fast approaching. It's going to be here closer than you think. So we're going to do our best to get ready. All right.